Hi, I'm Diamond. <laughs> you did it completely wrong. You did it completely <laughs> wrong. That's not, that's not me, first of all. You should have had a little bit more pizzazz. Try it again, ho. <laughs> Hi, bitch, I'm Diamond. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christian. And I'm Abby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey there, beautiful people, beautiful uh, internetings. Does that work? Internetlings? Internetlings? Internetlings. I like that. Internetlings. Yeah. Internetlings. Um, I'm Diamond. This is the final episode of season one. So thank you for all of y'all who made it who made it this far. And or for those of you who are just tuning in now to the Borderline Uncomfortable podcast, welcome. And we hope you stick around and check out the other episodes. Um, so this thank is you. Borderline Uncomfortable, where it's OK to know nothing and philosophize about everything. You know, we were talking about this before. We need a hashtag. And uh, did we settle on do better? I thought so. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be reflecting on this season. And Diamond, how do you feel about season one? Um, all right. So season one. I think it was fine. I think for what it was in the work that we put in, we it was fine. Um, as far as the content, the discussions that we've had, um, I'm happy for the most part with um, uh, how the conversations flowed and the information that we were able to share and um, the the responses that we've gotten back. I do, however, want to say two things. So one thing is um, for the Jesus episode or believer episode, belief episode. <laughs> well, that's what kind of what it yeah. boils down to, really. Um, I, I do feel like there were some things that I didn't get to touch on in terms of, um, I should have written it down because I had, there were several things actually that I wanted to touch on, but um, I just want to say this one last thing. Uh, and for, they will end this episode? Yeah, forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost felt like with some of some parts of that uh, interview and conversation, I was coming off too strong. I just want folks to um, be more open to questioning their beliefs. And I think I probably did touch on this, but this was just on my, on my head last night when I was kind of prepping for this conversation today. Um, I just want people to be a little bit more open when it comes to religion and um, their beliefs and um, realistic. Just be realistic. That's my thing for that. And then with the whole sex thing, I forget. Oh no, it wasn't the sex, it was the babies. Um, I've been having a lot of conversations with my friends and um, I almost feel bad for um, coming off almost as like a know-it-all, like don't have kids that like just a know-it-all. And I don't know it all, but I still don't think you have to be having kids. So that's it for me, I think. Also, do you feel more comfortable doing this now than you did when we first started? Mm, I think so. I think so. I think um, who, unless you're constantly in front of a camera and being recorded and with the uh, knowledge that folks will critique what you have to say when I like to think I'm right most of the time. Yeah, besides all of that, I, I definitely think I'm a lot more comfortable um, in front of the camera now. So, so look out for my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be $20 a month. <laughs> Feed included. <laughs> <laughs> what about you are you more comfortable do you like what did you like about this season what didn't you like so am i more comfortable i um i feel comfortable right now but i you know i i felt there was it depends on the episode i guess because mm -hmm. 
like the belief one the one about belief that was my that was the episode i was waiting for and i was not but go ahead yeah she wasn't and it was funny that you brought that up as one of the things you wanted to bring up um i don't know i just thought you wouldn't have but um yeah that was the one i was waiting for because that's one of my favorite topics to talk about and uh but i was really nervous in that episode and i guess it's because we had guests and also one of them was your was my cousin yeah. yeah but um but yeah it depends on the episode uh the the one i was most nervous about was the baby one too mm-hmm. especially because we have friends who were you know what i were forgot pregnant. yeah the parent episode oh, like talking about my mom and our relationship yeah. that i completely forgot about that but that one but we'll talk about that in a second go ahead yeah mm-hmm. yeah no it's the baby one for me and uh what was your favorite one to talk about? Sex. The sex. Even though it made me um, slightly uncomfortable, of course, but I I really like to I like having sex. I like talking about sex. I like thinking about sex. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> so. Even though we almost didn't put it up, like we did a live uh, Instagram live yeah. to try to. <laughs> last minute yeah. so that way we could redo the episode but focus more on the discomfort around talking about sex mm-hmm. rather than being all salacious mm-hmm. like we were um and then we ended up being salacious anyway because y'all just want to y'all just want the dirty talk so what you got for what's on my mind yeah how are you feeling how's your day i know you're not here for the small talk but here we go <laughs> um I don't know. Maybe I kind of just want to talk about sort of like what our plans for are during the break. So as some of you know, I'm working on a a, a dance film project with my friend Michael. We're editing that right now. And I'm just working on that and then trying to get my freelancing back up. I'm going to publish my website soon. um, Updating my demo reels. And I'm working on a book. Yeah. Tell us about it. I can't. Why? Not yet. What's it about, generally? So it's going to be three short stories. Following? About? It's going to be about religion. They're going to be fictitious stories um, about the search for God. Uh, But they're going to be sci-fi historical this nigga's lying oh, <laughs> i'm just trying to give information without giving too much information Wait, are you writing really writing a book a sci-fi fiction about religion yeah are you wait are you being serious yeah you're lying you're doing that ugly smile why why can't i be <laughs> thinking about i think you're lying Okay, well, when the cameras are off, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you right now, and then we'll just cut it out. Um, so the three stories. The first story is going to be about a <laughs> What? Okay, so here's the thing. I think that's wonderful, but I'm just so mindfucked. Go ahead. <laughs> so the second story is about a I'm not, And it's worse because I can't read you right now. And I am not sure still if you're still lying to me and if you're going with it. I'm you a If story. you're going with it and you're being so good at what you do. This is just another way for me to sort of express myself because one of the issues that I've had with this podcast is articulating my, uh, my opinions, my feelings, whatever, my thoughts, because I feel like I can write more eloquently than I can speak. Mm. Um, and so... I wonder, I used to love writing and I wonder why I haven't written a book yet or put together a book of poetry. Um, So it's something I wanted to do because, and I've always also been conflicted. It was like, well, who am I? I don't have a lot of experience. Like, should I be, am I someone who has something to say? And so doing this podcast, I've always worried about looking like a fool, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to speak with uh, or say something profound, and 
and I need to chill because the whole point of this episode, this podcast is, is, is about people getting together who don't really know much, but talking it out mm -hmm. and, and philosophizing. Um, but yeah, so these are just books that I wanted to write because again, I just feel like I can express myself better through writing. When I sit down to write and put words on paper, it's, there's a switch in my brain and everything comes out better. I can, I, I also remember, um, having discussions with my parents about belief and religion and God. And I was always disappointed with how I spoke during that conversation. And so one day I sat down to just write how I, uh, with the things I wanted to say. And I was like, I should just write a letter to my parents and, and keep it like that. So, yeah, so that's why, you know, I want to, I want to do this. I, you know, this is a good time for self-publishing. It's, it's something that can be done and it's not, I well, I haven't done it yet, so I don't know how much of a hassle it would or won't be, but I imagine it's not as difficult as publishing a book used to be a decade ago, maybe. Especially with everything digital too. Yeah. All right. I I think that's one. I just I never heard you say, it, of course, but if you don't have to share everything with me, although I thought we were better than that. <laughs> um, but I think that's interesting, and I'm excited to see the development of all three, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. Maybe that's what I'll call it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Actually, maybe I do. <laughs> no. All right. So, um, so you're working on your editing, you know, gig, getting your freelance up and um, and writing. Anything else? In the stock market. Although I don't know if it's a good time to do it, but hey. <laughs> as long as I don't know, I, I don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> as long as I don't know, but uh. Cool. What about you? So me, I guess so. This the semester ends. Um, uh, when does it end? In December. Yeah, it ends uh, mid December. I think December fourteenth or fifteenth, something like that. So, um, I registered for a winter class, but it's an intensive three week program or um, course. So I'm like excuse me, it's a biology course. And I'm, I, I'm taking this, the same professor this semester and she's great. I actually attend her classes and she makes it very easy for students this semester. I will not lie. Um, but I don't know if I want to actually do that. Like, I think I just need a break. Um, is this the only class you're taking during the winter semester? Yeah, you're with financial aid. You're only allowed to take one either winter or summer class mm. that they give you for mm. essentially free. Um, so I'm like, maybe I'll just do it in the summer because um, in the summer it's more it's stretched out a little bit more. It's not. It's I'm lying. In the winter it's four weeks. In the summer it's six weeks. I think something like that. So it's basically the whole summer. That well, a month and a half. Whatever. Um. So anyway, um, so I may take a, court, a class or I may not. Um, but for me, personally, um, I said I painted to do Well, I didn't show it to you. No, but, you didn't, but I'm yeah. excited to see it. Yeah. Well, it's still in the very early stages. So I picked up painting. Um, so I, <laughs> I don't know if anyone here would know who Amanda Seals is. You know who she is. So I'm almost a little obsessed with her. And um, she's an artist on so many different levels. And um, when Chadwick Boseman died, she went on live and she painted this beautiful portrait. And I was so inspired by that because she was like in tears. And I remember her looking at the camera and she just, she looked at the camera and she just started fucking painting, going wild. And it ended up being so beautiful. And I was like, out of that pain, she found beauty and created this art and I wanted to mimic that. So, um, and I, by avoiding writing a paper that is still due, um, it's officially two weeks late, <laughs> but my professor has given me an extension because she is a doll. Um, She's gonna watch this and be like, oh, that's why you could. <laughs> <laughs> no, she knows why. Um, but, um, by avoiding doing that, I really just was not in the headspace to write about any, just, I wasn't just in, I just wasn't in that headspace to do anything that had to 
relate with school. And it's so interesting because like, it's interesting information that I'm learning, like the theories and the people who have created these theories and learning about their lives and how that affect, like how that, how they develop that based on what they've seen and you know, all these things. It's, it's very interesting, but I'm just, I just this don't give a freak. This is psychology, right? Yeah, this is um, personalities and theories, that course. Anyway, um, how the heck did we get here? I don't know. Oh, what am I doing? So I may take a class. I may not. Um, I will hopefully work more on my art. I do. I always find myself saying this. I, I want to get back to reading. I still have the um, Women of Brewster's Place. My last chapter. <laughs> You've been on that last chapter for the past three months now. <laughs> I know. You know, it's so funny. Um, I was talking to my sister, my little sister, and um, I would. She remember. I used to read books like it was liquid crack. Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I was feeling really, really, really down. I was laying on my bed, and again, I was avoiding my paper, doing my paper. And I had Facebook on my laptop on one side of the screen. And then I had something playing on the other side and that was on my phone. And I remember looking up and I made myself physically nauseous because I'm like, this is overwhelming. How am I so consumed by social media and streaming services? That's what it's become. Because if I'm not on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, even LinkedIn, like I'm not gonna go on Facebook or Instagram, I'm gonna go on LinkedIn. What do you do on LinkedIn for fun? Look at what everyone else is saying that they're accomplishing, just like everything else. Like reading articles about human resources. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, at least that's more it's better, but it's still me. It's it's the uh, it's become habit, the scrolling, right? And um, it's like having, you're you're sleeping, really. And I'm and I'm laying on my stomach, and I'm just being like lazy and gross, right? I did shower though, but I'm just laying on my stomach and I'm like, I I felt not I was nauseated. Is it nauseous? Nauseated. Yeah. Nauseous is, um, what you would call the thing that makes you nauseated. Okay, so I was nauseated, <laughs> and um, I'm like I, I th- something has to change, and I think that's I called you like the day after or whatever, and I'm like something. I, something has got to give because I've become addicted to this device, my devices, but they're so easily accessible. And sometimes I forget, and I think I mentioned this to you, where I will put my phone down and somehow I'll just be on it. And I won't even realize I'm scrolling. I'm like, what What did I just look at for an hour? What did I look at? Have you ever seen The Social Dilemma? Is that um, on Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. My mom was watching it, um, but I didn't. I, I haven't seen it either, but I think that's what it's about. People being addicted to their phones. Yeah, social media. Yeah. You know what? I um I was telling you this, I was telling you this um a couple yesterday, whenever we were talking on the phone. And um I have to set myself up. When I was saying you were trying to be figure out how I can be proactive with this issue that I'm having. And I remember you saying something like, my concern is that you are rejecting any other idea. And that sat with me because I'm like, damn, he does have a point. But it's like, (laughs) what? Yeah, I see a laptop, so. Yeah, and then the device. But like, my thing is I have, like, I have to be in a place to where just it's, everything how I want it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm not saying that I won't figure something out prior to that being, but it's just, it would make it so much easier. Like when I was living at my old place, I just had everything exactly how I wanted. Although my situation was far from ideal, mentally I was just in a different space, which made it better. Now, Again, because I was working, I was in school, I was active, I was working out. It was just different. So now it's like none of that, you know? It's it's just, it's, I was going out with yo ass. Not anymore. Not anymore. And you didn't hardly want to go out with me anyway. 
just throwing that out there. And now she replaced me, which is fine because I'm the one who chooses to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I did replace you. Um, but not with my love, just with my um, time. Some of it. <laughs> but you consume a lot of it. <laughs> I consume your time. I'm kidding. Um, what I'm saying is that the pandemic has really fucked me up. Let's bleep that. <laughs> the, the curse. Okay. Um, but yeah, just not just We gotta me, open but... up a Patreon. Oh, because you can like be a little bit more so aggressive that... on there? Well, no. Well, it's so that way we can be as aggressive as we want on YouTube, but we don't have to worry about being demonetized because if they don't give us money... Oh, the Patreon. Patreon. Got it. <laughs> the members will. Um, but... Yeah. Um, the pandemic is like really beating folks up. It really is beating folks up. And I, it didn't really affect me until a couple, like it affected me, of course, but I feel like I didn't take it so, so personally until a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, shit, like. And we're like, how many months? <laughs> right. But even then, like, I thought I was fine. I thought, you know, another day, another day, whatever, it's fine. But it really, like, was a swift kick in the behind. <laughs> and the crazy part is that we're here with the pandemic at this many months later, and it's not over mm -hmm. and the numbers are going up again. Um, and, you know, even myself getting lax with our caution and, and whatnot, it's uh, it's only going to make it worse. But it's yeah, it could drive you crazy. I wanted to say real quick, because you had said earlier. Um, you were saying talking about a point that I made and then you said but and then you pointed to your laptop. I think maybe we should all s stop using the word but. Okay, explain. So I need to be on my laptop less, but it's always there. I need to be on my laptop less and the way I can do that is by because when you're saying but, you're just putting limitations on yourself. Mm. And, um, you know, the, the options don't always have to be something we like. But if it's an option that can improve the situation a little bit, it could turn into something we like. Because once you realize that you're not on your laptop so much anymore, even though you're not out in the library where you wanted to be, you're still home, but you found a way to be on your laptop less. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I'll write I a book it. about it yeah, so I can write, express myself better. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. Um, I do get it. However, but it ain't that easy. See, there it is. <laughs> no, it, it really isn't. And it's so funny because yesterday when I was coming home, I went out to dinner and um i think the day before i didn't leave the house and it oh it's it's always so fascinating to me when i sometimes struggle to just get out the front door and i think i really do need to go talk to a like a therapist because this is like <laughs> i think i really have some severe mental health issues but sometimes it's such a struggle to even get out the front door but then when i go i'm like okay this isn't that bad you know what's what's the struggle with I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Okay. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But it's just, believe me when I say, sometimes it's it's a, I'll look outside and I'll be like, okay, there are people outside. I can do it. And then I won't go outside. I'm just going to say this and maybe I'll leave this part out because I don't, you know, you don't want to go down the rabbit hole. I just find that interesting because I always thought it was the opposite for you, mm -hmm. that you wanted to leave this house. Now now but now i've gotten myself in like a mental state where it's hard for me to oh, oh okay okay i That's understand that yeah it's like i again and it's not because of the pandemic i don't know i think it's because everything that happened so fast like i don't want to start crying <laughs> but i think it's because of losing all of the work that i put into like getting myself to where i was going you know and then it just the pandemic like fucked it up, you know, the progress that I made and I worked really hard. And it was like a lot of 
self-reflection and just working on myself and just a lot of self-reflection. And then it was like, you can't do any of that anymore. I lost my job. I lost the ability to go out. I lost going to the community center, which I really enjoy doing. Um, I can't go to school. I can't engage with folks. The connections that I were making, I was making, I can't do that anymore. And I'm like refined to staying inside the house. And then I internalized that. And now, like I was saying before, I look at, like I was sitting on my couch and I was like, okay, like I said, you're outside. Why can't I do it? And I literally can't leave the house. It's just, I can't do it. And then, like I said yesterday, and sometimes, some days aren't always, it's not always like that. You know, some days it's, I don't even think about it. I just get up and I go. But then there are other days where I'm like, I'll sit in bed and I just cannot bring myself to leave my bed. That's my issue. And it's it's only recently because of the pandemic, because I just feel like everything was taken so abruptly from me. And it's hard. It's really, really hard. I don't think I said that to you before, but it's really, it's, it's hard. And I've never felt so up and down. It's, it makes me sometimes feel crazy because I'm like, yesterday I was out all day and I was fine. I was enjoying it. And then today it's like, I won't even open my blinds. The only thing that I will do is get up and shower and make my bed, but then I'll remain in my room for the remainder of the day until the next day. I won't even eat. I'll fucking eat mints because <laughs> I'm addicted to these goddamn lifesaver mints and water, mints and water. And I'll, I'll eat that all day and I won't leave my room. So it's really tough. And then on top of that, it's like my mom, not to harp on her, but she, she just doesn't see, she just handles things differently than me. And um, she'll be like, well, you haven't left your room all day. You haven't done, you don't know what it's fucking like being me. You don't know. And I don't know what it's like being you, but instead of like complaining about it is, is how I feel is what I think you're doing. Just talk to me. Just fucking talk to me. Anyway, that's it for me. <laughs> that's your story. You're sticking to it. At least for now, until, you know, I flip the script again. <laughs> anyway, so this is what else I'm doing. So, like I said, <laughs> I may be doing a class, going to work on my art, going to try to read. I have some other side projects that I'm going to work on, that I'm planning on working on. Um, so keep an eye out for that YouTube channel. Everything Black Owned. Hey. That's not what it's called. It's called Beautifully Black Owned. But um, I was thinking the other night um, when we've had, we always have conversations. I don't know. I got to stop saying that because we've talked about this before. We talk you about know, fucking everything. It's funny though that we always have conversations, but then when we, like something like this, I'm like, oh, what are we going to talk about now? Because, <laughs> you know, we know why. We can't, we can't like deep, deep dive. That's we can't true. do what we wanted or talk how we would normally talk. Because uh, y'all be in trouble. Right. We'd be in trouble. <laughs> we, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> But um, I was thinking to myself, what is it that I feel like I'm lacking other than like what I just cried about? <laughs> but what else is it? And I was thinking, like, do I want a relationship? Do I want children? Are these things that I say I don't want because I'm afraid of them or like, but I don't think so. I think from what I would like is some physical stimulation, some mental stimulation. And that doesn't, physical stimulation comes from a man because that's what I'm attracted to. Um, ditto. And, <laughs> what? I said ditto. Oh. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't necessarily need that man to stimulate me mentally. I almost wouldn't want that because then that would bring the attachment for me, mm. right? Um, but right now, I just want my own space. Not to say that the space I'm in is, it's great, but I just want my own yeah. space. And um, a lot of plants and a cat. Dogs, I love, I, I prefer dogs actually, but cats are uh, easier to maintain and they're self-reliant. Yeah, plants, 
my own space and a cat. That's right now. I feel like that would be the most fulfilling to me. Um, but yeah, what would make you happy right now? What would make me happy right now? Um, it would be living in, in, in the mountains again. That would make me happy living in the mountains. So I could just like a day like this, I'd be, I wouldn't be home. I'd be hiking and I love to be home except when I'm in the mountains. <laughs> And then I would just prefer to be out. Uh, just that quiet, um, being alone. Um, yeah. I I also would not be in New York City. Yeah. I love New York City. I really do. I love saying that I live in Brooklyn, if you have not noticed. I love it. I love that I'm from here. I love that I came back here. But for me to be happy, I don't. It would take so much money for me to be happy in the city um, because the type of lifestyle that I'm worth and that I see for myself, I couldn't afford it here. I mean, if I, all I did was put money towards rent and plants and furniture and kitty litter, then yeah, but I would have no life outside of that. Yeah. Um, even when I was independent, and you went one time to my apartment in Queens. You had to take what, two trains, and it was like a two-hour drive. And you live, you also lived in Queens. Yeah, <laughs> so that's like, the thing I hate about New York, and it's especially like when you're looking for a hookup. Oh, and it's like, oh, come over, no. and then they send me your location. You're all the way in the Bronx. No. I'm like, nope, I'm not. Are you gonna pay for my cab? That's a whole three hours. Right, like no way. And I, I say that because. It was so far out, and that's what I could afford. Yeah. And it was it was a basement apartment. Um, so I wouldn't be in New York. If you could be any, well, you said the mountains. But which mountains? Well, yeah, which mountains? I would like to try... Actually, I would like to try another country. But if I were to stay in the U.S., I'd like to try um, maybe somewhere like North California, Oregon, or Colorado. Just some big, big mountains. Would you smoke weed out there? No. So I had a really, really intense experience with weed recently. I didn't smoke it. It was an edible. Um, well, actually, it was tea. So it was a drinkable. <laughs> um, and I guess the person uh, administering the weed gave me way too much. And whew, so, you know, I get really giggly. Oh, wait, I already told you the story. They don't know. So I get really giggly when I when I when no not when I smoke because I don't get high when I smoke because everybody thinks I'm I don't know how to inhale, um, which is why I don't smoke weed. But when I don't do, inhale, Go ahead. when I do the edibles, I get really giggly. That happened. I got giggly first. I was a little paralyzed, which is normal for me, and then I got giggly and started laughing, and then I started becoming sleepy. So I was like, all right, it, it was normal. And and it, it hit me just in time because I was about to leave um, my friend's house, but then, ooh, I this is this is when I actually felt what it was like to feel high, the floating, the I know I'm like I no longer believe in spirits, but I felt like I was having an out of body experience. Like I felt my spirit was it was just leave my body and then it was spinning around and doing somersaults while my physical body was staying still on the couch but i saw the couch lifting up from the ground or i felt the couch lifting up from the ground it was wild but like you had said on the phone it was the lack of control that was really scary and it was going on for so long and then my body started shaking and i i was trying to go to the bathroom i was like holding on to the wall so i got really that's scary freaking scared and um i thought that my friend was gonna have to take me to the hospital i was like this is not the night for him to be taken to the house because he's getting married the next day i vomited my entire inside (laughs) my throat was hurting for two days afterward but i survived and uh I I'm I have no intention to get high again. That was your worst trip. That was my worst trip. And even if it never happens that way again, because now I know make sure I don't take a lot, it's still it never really did anything so wonderful for me that it just oh I have to chase that high or 
Like it doesn't calm me. Mm-hmm. Sure, I get like really numb and sleepy, but you know, some people do it because they have anxiety, and so the 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 marijuana helps calm their their anxiousness. But it doesn't do that for me. It, I laugh, and then that's it. So, but after that experience, I was just like, yeah, no, never want to be in that situation again. So, in high school, I was a pothead. Big time. No, I'm lying. That's a complete lie. Stop lying to the people. I was a pothead. My senior year of high school, I was introduced to weed. But um, the worst high, I'm trying to think, because I don't think I've ever experienced anything like, like you have. All of my highs, for the most part, they're pretty mellow. But if I'm remembering, so one night it was and myself and we we were just going a little bonkers, me more than anything. And we were, I was drunk and I was really high and I was probably, she was 16. So I had to be 17, 18, 18. And we were driving around our old community, I think. The good old days. Yeah, the good old days. And we were panicked because I think, she, no, she was probably 15 because I don't think she had her license. And I was too, I was too gone to drive. And we were in her dad's car and we were scared that security was going to pick us up and tell her parents. So anyway, she's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. And she's driving, to me, what seemed to be incredibly slow. So I literally went down and put my hand on the um, gas pedal. And when I tell you, she was like, what are you doing? And I tried to jump out of the car. She had to stop the car and get my ass in, back in. And I was screaming my head off. It was like, it was a mess. It was a mess. So then we get to my block. And I used to live in a culture sack. And, um... My brother, so he was coming from his friend's house. I'm screaming and my brother's like screaming at me like, you're such a loser. What are you doing? And I'm like, you're fucking up the vibe, bro. Before (laughs) vibe was even a thing. Like, you're really fucking it up. So I go inside to my mom who's just about to get ready for bed. Or like she's like in her pajamas crawling into bed. I'm like, mom, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something like, I know I'm the worst. I'm really high. I'm really drunk please forgive me. She was like, I never want to see you again. <laughs> and then okay, y'all both dramatic. Right. So then <laughs> my brother's standing there and he like guilt yokes me up and puts me in my room. And he's like, don't leave your room. I'm like, for all the shit that you do that I cover for you. Cause he was wild car surfing and saying that it was, you were attacked by a polar bear. Do you remember that? <laughs> remember when he broke his arm? You were car surfing, sir. So all the wild stuff we did, you couldn't even have my back. And then I snuck out through the window again. And I don't remember what happened after that, really. I just know I had a good time. But, you know, for the most part, all of my highs have been wonderful. Even up until the last time I smoked. Well, I don't want to say the last time I smoked because I really don't remember. It was maybe, if not early this year, last year, but two years ago when I was an in av- an avid smoker i had a pen and i would get off the bus 35 bus and um i would walk home and just hit on my pen and i would get home have my dinner and relax it was so nice to just not think about work and just just it was it really just calmed me down. like we're here we did it take that bra off you deserve it <laughs> you know um so my trips have always been good for the most part good um i wonder if we were gonna go into what we wish we had said in certain episodes or whatnot i don't remember what i wish i had said (laughs) i think i already said the two things like don't have kids and god isn't real (laughs) the belief thing is something i wish i had uh talked more about um um i think it's just so interesting to 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 see how little we actually examine the things we claim to be true. Do you, I'm sorry, do you want to deep dive on the religion thing? I probably won't be there with you, but I'll listen. No. Um, no. 
we i mean we can no because really for me the deep the fun in the deep dive is asking you questions about your belief <laughs> and picking away at that not me talking about <laughs> <laughs> what I believe. So this is a fucking game to you. It's this not a, a game. game. No, it, it's it's just a, a, a um. No, because for okay, so I get nervous sometimes thinking about how much our beliefs affect how we interact with people and how we feel about things, and these are beliefs that have no weight. I'm not saying that they. When I say they have no weight, I just in that we didn't d do enough in figuring out if this belief actually has value. Um, it's something we just grew up believing or, or something someone we trusted told us. And so we're going to believe it. So there's a lot of that going around in this world. And uh, and so why I love having these conversations with people, asking them questions so that way they can start to see and hopefully they'll go home and start examining their beliefs and maybe they'll have a conversation with somebody and then hopefully it'll spread like a virus. Like the one that we're currently Like the current. Another pandemic of dissolutionment. <laughs> dissolutionment? Yeah. So yeah, so if anybody wants to talk to me about their beliefs, do it. I'm all for it. Because I'm not interested. She's not interested, but I am. So if you do engage with us like on social media of, about this topic, it's probably me that you're talking. Like, and I just don't respond because you're you're like on it better than I am. Someone's got to be. No, but um, well, I, the reason why it's easy for me to be on it is because we hardly have an audience. So we appreciate the people who are tuning in and and engaging um but you know we're new so we don't have a big audience yet so i imagine because i'm not you know i don't like to be on social media like that like like I, i'll do the scrolling too sure but to actually engage and post things all the time and i don't i i would love to have conversations with people so i have been thinking about posting like questions to start conversations but i'd rather do it in person mm -hmm. Um, and also we were talking about this last night. I think it's just sometimes the conversations that start maybe innocently enough on social media could turn out really ugly, but that's why I encourage people. Like if you do want to have a conversation with us via social media to maybe use our direct messaging instead of commenting, um, I would say, with that though i don't i think that however you decide to um reach out is on you whether you want to do that directly on you know your page or my page or to the borderline uncomfortable page or in the comments i don't want to restrict anyone from communicating how they want to and i would almost encourage you to if you feel like you want to say something in the comments that is not on trend with what you know what you see say it don't be afraid to um post what you want because it may cause an argument first of all you don't have to respond to the person if they come at you crazy you don't mm -hmm. have to and secondly if you do and you're right then you're right <laughs> <laughs> you know like i i i get like um cj's referring to someone who had a comment but he this person said that it wasn't appropriate to engage as much in the comment section to debate on youtube comment section yeah. sure that's on you bud <laughs> but um you know i thinking back to like when um i had posted something on my instagram i was asking some questions and they were racially charged or mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the way to put it but um i think i remember they were about racism yeah. and, and whatnot and so um someone had answered and then you know starting a conversation and i was asking questions and then it, someone else came in and just escalated. escalated very quickly and so that i felt like i couldn't really have the conversation i wanted to have with that person because now that person's very defensive mm -hmm. because they're being attacked and now they're attacking back and and um 
you know sometimes we we, we have we gotta cut that out sometimes mm. you know we we gotta we gotta people will have different opinions they're not gonna agree with you and sometimes you're not gonna like what they have to say thanks alexa but if we're willing to ask questions you know keep our cool and try to keep it an equable conversation we're willing to have willing to ask questions to try to understand where the person is coming from one or two things will happen we'll learn something or you'll learn something and you'll teach yourself something which is that you didn't know what you thought you knew or I will learn something that I didn't know. Um, and you're more likely to be willing to change your mind on an important issue if you're the one that comes to the conclusion yourself. And I'm just guiding you through that by asking questions rather than me spinning things. And that's how, and that's really hard to do because I've, I've been on trying to do that for a couple months now. I've been learning this whole new method of conversing with people and it's still hard for me to do especially when talking about god because i just so passionately want to be like well this is how i feel because this is the things that i've learned blah 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 um so but it's hard to do that on social media because you have other people jumping in and then it'll just disrupt the whole flow um so yeah, I don't want to discourage or restrict people either. I agree with I I I, I agree with you there. Um, and like you had you had said before, it's important. You know, someone might say something that other people it will inspire someone else. You know, if they see it, but it's it's a it's a, it's a tricky balance that I don't think it's ever gonna be found on on social media i don't think i don't think and i don't think it's up to us to try to find that balance although you would want to tr attempt to like mitigate the situation i forgot my ring the situation um sure but or well, maybe, navigate. maybe that mitigation will maybe that's what we need mm -hmm. maybe we because those you because those you see i that's a, i hate that i always say cousin like um because it. those youtube fights will happen but if i if i'm there to mitigate hopefully it will encourage people when they see how i'm trying to have a conversation mm -hmm. to try to do it that way mm -hmm. or maybe not i don't or maybe know maybe not or maybe not i don't know but is this the end of the road I feel like we should talk about one more thing. I don't know what though. that was. So I'm glad you said that because that was one of my biggest problems shooting every episode. I you you always ch checked in with me with the time because you knew, you know, it was a, a, I had to edit it. And of course, I could just put the whole conversation up. Um, but in reality, since we're right now, we're only on YouTube and we hope within the next two weeks to be on Spotify or, you know, places like that and actually have our website up and running. Um, but people are probably less likely to stay for a long conversation on YouTube. Um, and so I wanted to keep it short. So I try to keep the conversations around an hour or less. So you would always check in with me and I would be grateful for that. But I was always saying, yeah, we could, I could keep going. And it was because I was always afraid that we didn't do it, that we didn't say enough. And I was like, did, did we say anything? Of, well, I was thinking more of myself. I thought you were hitting stuff, but I never thought I was. And so I was like, did I say anything of value? Should this, should, should this be just a diamond show, <laughs> you know? And... Um, so I always say, yeah, let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. And then it'll be this long thing. And then when I have to edit, I'm like, oh, why did I do this? Um, okay. Well, we'll wrap it up then on that note. Thank you for watching this episode, this season. Um, we would love to hear more from you guys. I think that's something we didn't say enough uh, at the end of each episode that we want to open up the conversation to y'all. So reach out to it. us. They know. Yeah. Tell us what you think about any of these subjects. Tell us what subjects you want to hear for the next season. Um, what makes you uncomfortable? 
Oh, I just want to say thank you to all who uh, tuned in and who uh, stuck with us. And um, stay safe. It's about to get crazy out here. Encourage each other. We are each other's business. In the wise words of Amanda Seals, I'm telling you, I love that girl, woman. I love her. Um, we are each other's business. But also stay in your lane. And that's kind of weird because it's like, you don't want to pry, but you also want to be aware and vigilant and care for your neighbor. But also you have to like mind your business. But if you know so what I mean, then you diamond? know what I No, they know. You but what know. if they don't know? Google it. How would you, <laughs> how would you recon reconcile that? Um, that's another topic for another time. But, contradictions. Um, yeah, that'll be some contradictions. Like how we contradict ourselves all the Constantly, time. Constantly. Without even realizing it. Um, that's actually very interesting. But um, just stay safe. Love each other. Love up on each other. Or don't if that's not what you're into. When, when the pandemic is over, then love up on each other. You know what? Yeah, but... We're you're right. <laughs> you're right. Don't... Yeah. See, a risk like that, I'm not willing... To, well, I have been willing to take. But since the numbers are going back up, I'm going to go back down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't really have much else to say. I just um I just want people to be more comfortable with themselves and have really candid conversations with themselves because even though you are with you all day and you a lot of people I find think that they are putting in the work they're not. Figure out what that means, what that truly means to you and and put in the work because it's an ongoing struggle. I'm dealing with it. You're dealing, everyone's dealing with it. Um, just take the time for you. And um, for anyone who reach out, if you ever want to, need to, I'm here. We're here. Um, that's it. One, two, three. Out. Smash the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go through all your goodbyes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Borderline Uncomfortable. If you'd like to join the conversation, befriend us on social media with the links in the description. If you'd prefer to see our faces during these discussions, check out our episodes on the Borderline Uncomfortable YouTube channel. But let's be honest, you really just want to see Diamond's beautiful face. Okay, friends, till next time, stay safe, stay mindful, and do better.